What's up, Pats fans? We're back. Pats Tailgate Party Podcast. Coming back to you. It's bye week this week. Coming off a uh, a win, uh, which is good, right? Come, uh, Mike, you were at the win, right? Mike Davis. I'm not even doing introductions. I'm talking to you about the about the game, which is awesome. Uh, the Pats just absolutely destroy the Colts. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say, yeah, I mean, 20, 26 to 3 is destroying them. Probably should have been much more, but the Colts kind of held up defensively early on. Um, but we'll talk about that. It's bye week, so we got some other fun stuff we'll talk about on the pod today. Before we get there, though, uh, I am Michael Lakis, and I'm a member. You got to go to bostonsportsjournal.com, Boston Sports Journal com and check it out if you really want to get smarter with your patriots coverage you got to go uh, greg bedard puts on the best product there is there my screen name there or tag or handle or whatever you want to call it is uh, pats socks celts brews and uh get in there chat it up with us and uh if you want to be on let us know we got a got an email uh that you can get uh, get on and this is a this is a zoom call right we can have as many people as we want so it's a fans podcast so let us know We'll go to my right here and uh, go to Andrew Lakis. Andrew, how are you? Yeah, hey guys, good to be with you today. Uh, winter coats on BSJ, and uh, yeah, excited to talk some talk some state of the Patriots Union Love today it. as we enter this bye week. Love it. Love it. We will uh, we'll go down and then over. We'll go to uh, my father, Doug Lakis. Doug, how are you? Hi guys. Hope everybody's well today. I look forward to getting through the bye week and figure out some of the problems that the Patriots have offensively. Um, I'm Coach Stradamus on BSJ, and I uh, look forward to it. Man, I think we figured out the problems. Now we got to solve them, right? <laughs> but that's not up to that's us. That's why I didn't say solve them. <laughs> that's not up to us, unfortunately. I think we probably could solve them if four of us had the chance. Uh, all right, and then we'll go over to the uh, to the man that is uh, part of our family now, uh, but not you know bloodline. But man, he's part of the family for sure. Mike Davis, Mike, how are you? I'm fantastic as always. It's uh, always great to see you guys. And uh, since it's Veterans Day weekend, let's remind everybody, let's also thank a veteran. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank all the veterans out there listening for your service. Thank you and enjoy the day. Absolutely. Enjoy the day. And uh, man, so Mike, you were at the game. We're going to start with you. I think it's only fair. Takeaways, man. Being there live. What'd you see? How many zappy chants over under a thousand? I mean, what, what do we see there? in Foxborough on Sunday. Yeah, I was I was shocked that in the first uh quarter there were chants for for Zappy. I I don't understand it, but I will say that uh it had been a while since my last Patriots game in person and I it looked like a high school game. I I hate to say it. Oh, it was awful. The the quality of the offensive line call, the quality of the offensive play calling on both sides was solid high school, certainly I, not College quality. Call it what it was, man. It was terrible. I mean, honestly, and I, I from we talk from a fan's perspective, right? You were at the game. I mean, we were watching on TV. I was just, it was great seeing how the defense played and so on and so forth. But it was from a, a product standpoint, and I would actually make the argument, I'm not going to take us down this rabbit hole, I would actually make the argument that as a product in general, the NFL has not been good this year. It's not as enjoyable to watch for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's just not a great product right now, which will change probably as it goes on. But that right there was the bottom of the barrel product on Sunday. That was bad. I mean, that was bad football, man. You can clearly see, you know, receivers running the wrong routes, linemen not blocking. Like, it just, on both sides, it was just brutal. 
Yeah, it was I mean, not a great good. day. Fantastic day. Wonderful crowd for the most part. Lovely time. My wife enjoyed herself, but not good football. What was the weather like out there? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Other than the fact that the winds were, you know, constantly changing, like, you know, it'd be 20 miles an hour, then it'd be none, and then it'd be going the other direction 20 miles an hour. But, I mean, other than that, it was beautiful. Got a little color. There you go. That's why Jake Zappy. Bailey was so bad. Punting the ball to win. Zappy. 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 Andrew, it's like Zappy. you. Zappy. B. It's like you going to the to the Lions game the first time the chance started. Uh, happy, happy makes us happy. I mean, Dad, Andrew, you watch it on TV. I I got to tell you, maybe it's because the game was so bad, but it was the first Sunday where we haven't texted a ton back and forth. I mean, we were texting, but it was kind of like, like I never worried about the game. I mean, Sam Ellinger is, uh, God bless him. He's, I mean, I, you know. He's just not, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I watched him at Texas quite a bit. He's just young too, but man, I mean, he was just, there was no chance. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those situations that we've talked about uh, over and over again. And Andrew's brought up the point a couple of times. I mean, it's like we watched this expecting something to change. And I think if after into week nine and after week nine, I'm not, I don't know what's going to change. I mean, I, Uh-oh. unless some administrative things change, which we discussed, I don't know that anything's going to change. I mean, I, well, I mean, I mean, that's the way I felt watching the game. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I agree. Andrew, what were your thoughts? And I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'll say um, I've, I've been overly negative lately, so I'll start from a positive angle. I mean, I, the defense is pretty fun to watch. Like, they cover well, the defensive line, even in games they have, you know, let's take the Bears game out. I'm still mad about the Bears game because it's going to, let's say they they win the games they're supposed to win and sneak one or two more out. The Bears game very well may cost them a playoff spot. Um, but the... You know, defense is fun to watch. It, you know, I, I like what I see there. The special teams, you know, outside of Bailey's punting. I mean, Nick Folk's been amazing. Um, I'm impressed with Schooler. I did not want to keep Schooler on the 53-man cuts, and that guy is everywhere. Yeah, he Ball's is. on the ground. He's getting it. Um, and Jonathan Jones is just, like, answering the bell. You know, they've they've asked for more of him, and he's really stepping up. It's great to see. I mean, the offense is just unwatchable. I mean, you know, and it was a blowout, 26 to – three or whatever it was, but really it was like 12 to three because two of the touchdowns came on yep. a pick six yeah, that's right. and a blocked punt of the three. You know, I, when was the last time you saw, saw an I, NFL I game 12 three? three. Joneses are playing well, right? The two rookies as well as Jonathan yeah. Jones. I, I think they're coming along nicely. Well, yeah. it's actually, you asked when's the last time I watched an NFL game that was 12 to three. It wasn't 12 to three, but wasn't there a Thursday night game with the, the Colts and uh, Falcons or something? Not too long. No, was it the Falcons? That was 12 to nine or something like that. And it was oh yeah, it was the Broncos. Broncos, Broncos yeah. The, uh, no touchdown Broncos scored. Colts, which was yeah. like plus ten thousand before the game. By yeah, the way. I mean, I mean, I just think, um, you know, I, I don't. I mean, the offense just looks dysfunctional. It just looks dysfunctional. Like well, the blocking is horrible. There's oh. regression everywhere. You know, the receivers are are not running the right routes. And even when they are, they're, they're, the timing is off. I mean, you know, I, this is nothing I'm, I've come up with. Dan Orlovsky I mean, had great. great points this week. I thought yeah, Greg Bedard's yeah. been writing about this. Like, you know, Coach Radamus went 
went BSJ viral uh, this Love week that. with his comments after the game. Um, I, I mean, it's I, just I, bad. I listened to Orlovsky. I mean, he says four things or five things. And first thing he says is the playbook stinks. Okay. So <laughs> we, let's start from there. It's right. True. It's true. The playbook stinks. The, the, the play calling stinks. Um, the, the receiver to Andrew's point, the receivers are running, the, are not running the right routes. The spacing is horrendous. I mean, he broke it down on film and he spoke those things. I mean, and he's saying, and everybody wants to blame Mac Jones. Well, how's he supposed to be any good if yeah. all that's going on, right? Can we stop the I, Mac I Jones thing? Heard. Can we stop it? Like literally, I mean, everybody listening, please stop. Like just stop. It's 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 just go find get go get a hobby or something. Like literally, stop oh, it with man. the Mac Jones thing. Like enough. Absolutely, enough is enough, man. Enough. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't know if anybody happened to catch the Dante Scarnacchia interview with uh, I did. Phil Perry this week, but Dante did a fantastic job, as always, of just explaining that, you know, you have to protect the things you do well. And he said it two or three times. He's like, and you, and you, you have to you have to set screens to set up, you know, to protect your run game. And he just went in and, and laid it out so clear about what this team isn't doing on offense in order to protect the things that they do well. Yeah, And it's yeah. just that they have no sense. Like they don't have a, a, a feel for a rhythm for this. And that's why I'm not kidding. When I say I would much rather have that guy sitting on that porch calling that game than the guy we have calling the game. Cause I know he would know how to put, a string of plays together that would make sure his guys were in a best position to play. Now, Mike, now, uh, Mike, I, I think the, go ahead, Dad, go ahead. I was going to make a joke. Well, but I, I'll think hold I know you will. But, uh, <laughs> Skarnacki also said, and I think this is the key to the whole situation. They got to have the same five guys playing every week. And I know injury plays a part in that, but I mean, they've benched strange now two games in a row. I don't think they should bench him. He's, he's got to learn on the run. Um, the, the right tackle, who knows? They, they, they put Kajust out there the other day, but I mean, they, they never had the same five guys playing. So how are you supposed to get any kind of rhythm or trust or whatever without the same five? And I know that uh, Andrew, Andrews has been hurt, but at the same time, that's got to happen. Well, they, the other thing they talked about is, is, and Bedar talked about this week is, is, and and they did it to Mac enough. Don't bench the rookie. Like literally you're going to, you're going to kill the kid's confidence early. And I mean, just leave them out there, man. Like, like figure it out, coach them up better. And by the way, back to what you were saying about pops coaching the team, just for the fans, coach I would him. just I, coach him. Don't even coach him. Up. No, just no, coach no, him. no. I would love to see it. Just don't get mad when there's 10 isolation runs in a row. <laughs> and on third and 10, we run a, on third and 10, we run a draw. Like I've watched this before in person, Mike, I'm just telling you, it's conservative now. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, dad. Uh, but there's, some, oh, there's actually some truth to what I'm saying. He's still running the Vince Lombardi offense <laughs> over there. Uh, we had seal, to give, seal. give you some crap. Mike, I had a 2,500 yard tailback. I, I gave him the ball all those times. Much as you could. That's right. That's right. And frankly, if little, you actually. A little more multi dimensional than yeah, NFL. Yeah, a little bit, okay. slightly. Well, uh, I'm watching it on Sundays right now, so I'm not sure. Well, so, don't, so, don't disagree with that. No, not at all. I mean, I mean, I watched him come out against a nine man box the other day, and I'm thinking, that's elementary. Pound it, bro. I think run, what, run right into it. It's good. 
I don't know. And then they had, they had a third and one yeah. where the Colts had two defensive linemen, and they were in a they were in a dime, and instead of just turning and handing the ball to to Stevenson, they threw the ball. And imagine that the guy was covered. I was like. Well, some of that, some of that's on the play calling. Some of that's also on the quarterback. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dog, I don't, but I don't know how intricate they are with him, but you also have to come up to the line and adjust the play. Like it's, I mean, and, and this is, I'm not talking about Tom Brady level. Usually I'd imagine dad, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I never played quarterback or coach, but I'd imagine you come up to the line and you got a couple audibles in the pocket. If you need to move around a little bit and, and change something, you can do it. Like yeah, that's just I how mean, it works, right? My my thing is, and I said this in, when I posted the other day last week against the and against the Jets, they came out and started the second half. They, they obviously adjusted. They came out through a quick pass game and they went no huddle. Well, that would have been a way against the nine man front here to come out and start the game. I and it was successful last week. I I this is what is kind of frustrating to watch. Why change something that worked? Yeah, because they don't, because they're, because um, I think what happened on Sunday was that they realized the Colts couldn't score and Belichick went into one of his modes of like, we're not going to give them the ball. We're not going to give them a potential pick six. We're just going to keep it basic and get out of here. If it's 12-3 or, you know, I'll take it. I think he just, he knows the offense is completely broken. Like I, I, mean, I don't, I, so. I think he's under no false pretenses, you know, and what you got to hope as a fan is that that's what they're working on over the, over the, the bye week. And that you come, you know, you, it's what Greg's been saying. Like you, you build the quarterback back up because it starts with that. You get some cohesion on the offensive line and you start to stack things you can do and add more. And this, I mean, I think it doesn't say good things about where this team's going this year, given that we're, going to be in week 10 and we're having to reset the offense yeah i mean that's uh, a, do you actually believe that's going to happen like do you have any confidence in the world or any I'm proof that shows you that they're going to come out of the bye week and do anything different lee anything i, I don't know i well, don't i don't people do, i don't i, I mean, think it's going to be I the think, same you're gonna watch the same thing the rest of the year like it is what it is that's what i think why what 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 proof do I have of anything that has changed I think in ten if weeks? Andrews comes back, I think there's some chance that you could see them do something. For example, like I wouldn't be shocked to see them flip the tackles during the off week. Oh, like, sorry, put, Mike. Put I'm Brown back where he's yeah. comfortable. Put 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 Win back where he's comfortable. Bring Andrews back. I could see them just go back to basics and try to. Okay, look, we did this last year. We're gonna. We know that this worked okay. We're going to let Strange go into the spot that, you know, Shaq Mason was in. But other than that, we're going to pretty much do this as simple as we can. I wouldn't be shocked to see them sort of try to do that in the in the bye week and just try to make it go the way it worked before. All right. Yeah, I mean, I get it, Mike. I just I don't know. I mean, change alignment here or there. I just don't. There's nothing that they've done or that Belichick has shown me with his coaching, like in the middle of the season to do anything like I'm talking about a hard reset that Bedard was talking about this week. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I think you're going to see the same crap that you've watched offensively for the last, you know, nine weeks. It's just going to continue. I mean, unless you guys think differently, I just don't think so. So I, I, I go back to, you know, if there is such a thing as a Patriot way, if there were, if there were success, in the way that they used to power block, I, I think you maybe try to break, you know, rekindle that magic and go back to what was working. That's all I'm saying. Is, oh, I would love to see it. I just don't know if, if we're going to. 
if you had Trent Brown working on the right side last year and being effective, and if you had, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all I'm saying is, you know, stop breaking it. It's not working. Put it back to the way that it was working before. Well, I can tell you yeah. this much, what needs to happen above anything. And I say what I'm about to say tongue in cheek, but I also mean it. And I, I literally texted some buddies of mine. I think you guys too. And I said, look, take $50 every time they get inside the 30 and live bet a field goal. Because Nick Folk's automatic, and they don't ever score. They rarely score, and it is field goal. After you might lose a, a couple here and there, but you'd be up a ton of money in the long run because their their red zone offense is atrocious. It is awful. It is so frustrating to watch them get inside the twenty and thirty and just and just you want to talk about not creative. It's, the, it's they don't know how to set up any. You know what I mean? Like they don't know how to set up a play to get success on the next. It. it it's it's that not having a clue. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's like they don't understand the rhythm. It gets yeah. worse when, you know, when everything gets consolidated and everything gets gets smaller and in tighter. That's when you you really have to have your stuff together. That's why you have to set those things up when you're not in the red zone so you can execute them when they're yeah. in the red zone. And I, I just I'll go ahead, Dan. I I, I mean Bedard talked about how he thinks Patricia's in over his head as an offensive coordinator. I, I would agree. Um, you know, they talk about being a defensive guy. You should be able to understand what kind of offense creates problems for the defense. Okay, to a point, but you have to be able to orchestrate things that work and put your people, and this is what he said, you know, forever the Patriot, and again, the Patriot way is gone the way we knew it, but what they used to do all the time, Belichick as a master at it, was putting his players in position to be successful, right? I, I don't see that happening right now. For example, the, good, the, the best example was, okay, if you want to run a deep throw, if you want to run deep routes, then you put Mac Jones under center, a seven-step drop, so that now the receivers gain ground as they go, they're down the field, they're in their routes, and he's ready to throw the ball. You put them in shotgun, they can't protect it. Okay, so everybody, everybody pins their ears back, and here we go. And yes. the receivers don't have a chance to get the depth they need to get. I mean, but good luck on a seven-step seven drop with this, with this offensive uh, line. I get it, but I'm just saying about setting things up and how to – you know, they also don't separate, though. I, I know you guys don't. I know, Andrew, specifically, you don't agree with me. Their receivers don't separate. They're just not very talented. They're not very quick. They're not very fast. Yeah, I don't like, buy that. The film doesn't back that up either, man. Come on. Film doesn't back it up. I mean, They're I, open. Guys, guys I watched Orlovsky say the other, other day that they don't. That they they don't get open. Yeah, but the throw's supposed to be quick. It's supposed to be out, and they're not they're not looking at the ball. They're not where they're supposed to be. They're not running. They're not I there. Just think, they're I don't not think there. You can isolate. I just don't think you can isolate one thing. I think they got a systems problem. Um, yeah, for like sure. Like all across the board, things are just out of whack. And I I'd say where it starts, and if I had any hope as a fan that they could turn this thing around, learn from it, and fix it, it would be. Um, you know, and, and I'll be generous to Patricia. I think he's learning on the job and, and I'm a big believer in learning on the job. I, I think expertise a lot of times is overvalued. I think work ethic and, um, you know, mental dexterity and the ability to learn is really important, but there's no way he can coach the offensive line and nope. coordinate the offense with so many moving pieces and parts. I mean, that is just not happening. And I'm sure Belichick's doing something right now. He's leaning in somewhere. 
but if if you if he really wants to invest in Patricia and and believes he's progressing, then the best thing he could do is say, "All right, Matt, I'm going to simplify what I'm asking you to do. I'm going to give you one charge and want you to do it well. I'm going to hold you accountable to it, and I'm going to hire somebody else to do this thing, or I'm going to move capacity." And I think. Will he do that? I don't know. He doesn't have a long track record. If he's any track gonna, record, he's not gonna do that. there's people out there that he that could do it. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm still wondering why in the world they didn't call Adam Gase to just be the quarterbacks coach. I mean, even if you didn't want him to call your plays, have him be Max Guy. Like you know, the offense he used to run with Manning was would be perfect yep. for Mac Jones. I mean. Yep. Perfect. Or just or just bring Dante back, right? Dante's still yeah. Well, there's, there's something there, he's Mike. Talking, he it, cares, it's too right? easy. Yeah, bring, bring Dante back. I probably don't want to. He probably don't want to come back. I was gonna yeah, say, if I'm, if I'm him right now, looking at the mess they've got going on, I'm that. not sure I want to. At seventy odd years old, I'm not sure that's oh, what I want to do. Oh man, it's plenty behind, of money. There's something behind the scenes there. I don't know if it's that he's happily retired and isn't open to it. I don't know if it's that Belichick doesn't want it. Right. Something, something's off, but. Yeah, I mean, do I think they're going to do something on that front? No, I think they would have by now. You'd know about it. Um, I, you know, maybe you know, Belichick does have a a, a a strong track record of adjusting. I mean, it is what has made him one of the great coaches of all time. Is that when others get stuck in their ways, he is a learner and a teacher, and he'll figure it out. I just don't know that they've got the capacity needed for him to make the pivot. I mean, even if he knows what needs to happen, like what's going to change and who knows, but I, I don't have a lot of hope. I mean, I, I think. Do we know I if his even, daughter's uh, lacrosse season is over? Could she, could she, could she be brought in to help coach the O-line? Oh, I, well, I mean, the thing is to end, you know, once again, you know, we've talked about it and talked about it. Belichick created this problem. I mean, by his assignment of staff, he would have to take a step back and kind of say, yeah, I created this problem. Now I've got to figure out a way to fix it. And as a result, I'm going to bring in so-and-so as a consultant to help Patricia. Uh, I don't believe that's going to happen. And, and uh, you know, is it fixable? Andrews comes back, it gets a little better. I don't know that it's totally fixable right now. And my next question is, can the defense, is the defense good enough to win games consistently if the offense stays like this? You can't. I, you can't. I don't know the defense is good enough to win the games by themselves against good teams. No, like, that's the no, question. I do think the defense is good enough to be a winning team. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do think this is a def- different defense than even last year or the year before. Like, um, they're more aggressive. They've got more speed. You know, they've got more depth. And honestly, the defensive line has just been really good. And that's without Christian Barmore, who's in the middle of a sophomore slump. Like, there's some good parts there. And, we- and clearly, the defense is bought in on whatever they're doing, except for that one Bears game. And I think that was coach's fault anyway. And, and let's talk about looking forward, because all of a sudden, maybe we, we're not looking at Josh Allen leading that buffalo team so maybe you're not having to face a juggernaut anywhere in the next six or seven what? games you don't have you know a josh allen led bears you don't have a kansas city certainly you know arizona is struggling we, we we don't expect to see any kind of juggernaut out of um um vegas maybe all of a sudden arizona. oh yeah yeah Cardinals. all of a sudden there are no offensive juggernauts on the schedule in the next i don't know the vikings are pretty good 
Well, so here, okay. so here, here's what I was going to say with this <laughs> this conversation. So, I I don't know how good the defense is, and and so I'm going to say that maybe that's a little bit of a devil's advocate take. I'm going to read you. I'm going to go through some games here. So, Dolphins first game of the year, twenty points. <clears throat> Should probably played great. Played played defense fault. Played no 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 played good, but still let up twenty points. That's still that's still a, a decent amount. But you're right. Seven offense, of those uh, seven of those were a defensive touchdown. That's they true. Gave so 14, fourteen points 13, to a 13. Tua Tyreek and Wall. Look at Tua, what the Dolphins have done Tua, over the last yes, month. and you is, tell me that thirteen points well, in Miami and opening. You're forgetting about the fact that it's opening day and that it takes offenses a while to mesh and get going. I guarantee you, if, okay, the, if this fair. Patriots defense played that team right now, it wouldn't be 20 points, and the offense better score some points because they, they're, they're playing at a different level right now. Now, their defense sucks so right now, so it might actually be a shootout game. But the point is, it's first, first week, 14 points. I'll give you 14. Steelers, Mitchell Trubisky, 14 points. Okay, that's good. I mean, it's the Steelers. Ravens, 37 points. They didn't have a good game that game. They, it was, I mean, Lamar went nuts. Packers, they're not good. 27 points. We know now how bad that Packers offense is. Lions, zero. That's great. That was that was a decent offense at the time. They went for it on crazy fourth downs. Browns, 15 points with Jacoby Brissett. I wouldn't expect anything less. Bears, who we now know is a good offense, at home, 33 points. Jets, who suck offensively and 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 uh, Zach Wilson pukes himself 17 points and then Colts with Sam Ellinger three points. My point here is you got to dad, your point Vikings. Let's say Allen does play bills, Cardinals with Murray, Josh McDaniels, who knows your defense with Derek Carr, uh, Bengals with burrow. Now their line sucks. So you should be able to exploit that, but still dolphins again. And then bills, we're going to find out pretty soon if the Patriots defense yeah. is good, right? Yeah. That's kind of the point. It, I don't know how good they're. I'm not suggesting they're, I'm not suggesting they're an elite defense, but they can execute a game. Yeah. Plan. yeah. Situationally. The sure. They play good coverage. But, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you really that. About playing the under. <laughs> you did. Play, I'm still feeling really good about picking the under for you the should. year, but. I just think there aren't as many elite teams in the second half that we thought we were going to be facing. Well, maybe not with Allen too. Although if Allen does play the, the one time that the bills punt, I will throw a celebration. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if Josh, <laughs> so I do think the two trends I'd point out is that it, the, the times that the defenses looked bad, like bad this year, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Tyler Murray, Josh Allen, look out like i actually have more faith in their ability to stop the dolphins because i think they'll you know i don't think they'll shut them down fully you know i'm not as worried about kirk cousins he didn't get out of the pocket no that's what i'm saying i'm agreeing i'm I'm equating josh allen and kyler murray you know that could that those could be long days could be i mean they're yeah clearly athletic quarterbacks that can move and run they're not and those are some those are the best in the in the nfl who you're talking about i mean that's that's a problem for them so I mean, okay. So then let's just play this game. If you're looking at the Patriots now, you know, where do you see them end of the season? And you know, what's your narrative about how it's going to go? Go ahead, Mike from Stoneham. Eight wins, seven or eight wins. That's the way I see it. Yeah, let's actually. It's good you did that, Andrew. Let's go around the horn. We'll, we'll wrap it up with this. So, so, so the narrative that you want to see. So, eight, was, is that what you asked, Andrew? The narrative you want to see, just to make yeah, sure. Just I'm tell up. me how the season's going to play out. All what right. happens after the break? <laughs> eight wins. Dad? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. I I think 
man, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm just open. I'm just trying to really quick to go through my head. I think they beat the Jets again because I think that I just, in, until Zach Wilson shows me that he can do anything against Belichick-led defense, I'm not going to take it. Um, you know, I'm going to... Where are your other two? Where are your other three wins? <laughs> uh, I actually think they can beat the Bengals, as crazy as that sounds. I think their offensive line is really bad, and I think they can beat the Bengals. Um, and... That's seven. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Man. I mean, looking at that seven or eight wins. And I think that they realize hopefully that this experiment was terrible and uh, they just make wholesale changes, not like as in fire everybody, but like move people in the right spots they need to be in would be the narrative that I see. What about you, man? I mean, there's no way no one, um, anybody tells you they do know, I think is, yeah, that's right. Is, you know, uh, doesn't know anything about sausage. <laughs> I'm not a big Thanks, sausage. Thanks, Jim. Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm more bullish than you guys. Um, I, you know what I see happen. You know, I think they'll 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 scale back on the offense, and it'll come out after the buy, and they'll be able to do some of the things they do. I'm I'm hopeful that that'll let Mac stack some confidence um, because I'm not I, I'm a Mac guy. Like, you know, yeah. goodness gracious, every caller I hear calling into one of the shows, like I'm not, mm. I'm not, a, we're not Matt guys. And I'm like, oh my God, like just stop watching football. I think they beat the Jets. I think they beat the Vikings. You know, the Josh Allen injury is the big asterisk That's here. True. If he's, if he's healthy enough to play, we're not touching the bills. No. Like we will not beat them either time. Uh, if he's out and hurt, then it's all bets are off. Barring a Nor'easter, by the way. I think. I think we beat the Cardinals. I think we beat the Raiders. And I think we beat the Bengals. So they're your six wins. Oh, 11. Um, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, and then can you sneak a game against, you know, either the Dolphins or the Bills to get to 11? The, the, Even 10 is going to get you probably into the top five, right? From all the machinations I've been hearing. I don't know about that. The opposite. that no, I don't think so. You, 10 and seven probably gets you into the top five in the, in this AFC. Cause there's so many bad teams. Well, I heard something on the radio the other day or on, I don't even know why they brought it up on like for on first take or something. They're talking about like, will four AFC East teams make the playoffs. And I'm like, is that even possible? Like, is that, is that an actual possibility? It I is. Guess, I guess based on, in their, fact, based on what everybody was saying, they were saying they thought that two teams that were nine and eight or worse could end up in the, Six and seven slot based on oh, what man. the numbers are telling you. Yeah, I'm looking you at the standings. Nine, a nine and eight and an eight and nine team get cool. in at the six and seven team based on this where they are right now. That's crazy. Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Titans, mm-hmm. four. Miami. Jets. Jets. Jets Miami, Miami will be then, better than and then Miami will be better than us. I think Chargers will end up being better than us too. Um Cincinnati. Yes. I, you know, I mean, that's where if we beat Cincinnati, it's huge for tiebreaker purposes, but I, I mean, I still think there's a way we win 10 games, 11 games and don't make playoffs. If I'm being honest with you, that's, yeah. that's Is that what you think is going to happen. Um, you know, that's like if, if the end of our season goes almost perfectly, right. Like winning six games, you know, I do I have strong faith in that. No, but I, I could see this team getting to 10 or 10 or 11 wins. I think at the end of the day, Belichick's, 
um, leadership and coaching usually gets them an extra two wins a year. Yeah. I see that coming to play in the back, back of the lineup or back of the schedule. But do I think this team's going anywhere? No, No. like (laughs) I no, no. Um, I just can't see the offense getting fixed in a short amount of time. Uh, if anything, got one of those wins in with the jets. So you'll get one more. Yeah. I think that's right. When you said it, you were at 11, I think when I did it in my head, but I might have calculated wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, no, no, no. That's only if they sneak one against either the Bills or the Dolphins. Oh, I got it. I got it. Those three would put Uh, it. If they lose those three, even with my six wins, five wins, they'd be at 10 and and seven. I could see them beating the Dolphins at home. Yeah, me too, with the weather and, yeah. In in December. Uh, Other than the fact we haven't done it in like three years. True. That's a good point. I mean, I I get it. I get it, but I'm just saying. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I mean, I, yeah, I think if you're going to steal one, that would be the one well, of those 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 three games. Nice. I, I, if we had a millennial-type storm in Buffalo again, that would be great. Yeah. And we can run the ball I mean, 100 times. But, this is, but the headline here is eight wins, nine wins, yeah. nine wins, maybe 10. Lucky to get to 11. <laughs> Do we have any confidence this team is, like, ascending to something? No. 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 Like, you just don't. It, like you just reset don't. Button, yeah. Reset well, button. Yeah. I mean, that, so then I'm like, maybe I want it to be six and eleven, right. and just maybe we can get some good picks. That's exactly um, right in each round of the draft. Yeah, because I'm looking also at the playoffs, like who they would play in the playoffs, and I'm just like, I'm looking at these teams, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Like it's just you know, it's just not, it's just not. Yeah, well, they're not gonna. If do they're it, gonna go they're six going and eleven, then let's not let's just play the string out because don't take the games into the fourth quarter late in a chance to win and then go six and 11. Uh, It was like last two years. It was brutal. (laughs) Every time awful. Just when was the grenade going to go off at some point in the fourth quarter? All right. Any final thoughts? We'll get out of here. So we're going to enjoy the bye week and then we'll get back next week. Any last, uh, last second thoughts? No. Mike Davis, Andrew, anything? I'll just reiterate. Please remember to thank a veteran this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, and on that. All right. Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy the week, uh, the weekend. We'll see you back here next week. Take care.